Welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. Today, we are going to go back into the 1930s and 1940s, and we're in the kitchen. It's harvest time. It's canning time. Now, preserving food has a long history, but I thought we would start with the history of canning with my mom, who has copious amounts of information that she is going to recall for us today. So thanks, Mom, for stopping by and talking about canning. We buy cans of food in the stores, but actually, kitchen in the 30s was a great place for canning. Now, you started out with mason jar, we call it. They were quart size and you had a rubber ring that you put around the top of it. And on top of that, there was a screw top lid. This was all invented during the years. And it was important to can the things that you had in the summertime to put away for winter use. Now, before my time, my mother canned beef. It must have been a very specialized process because there was all sorts of problems with it meat. It had canning. to be just right or it would spoil. She would put the meat, I watched her, she cut it all up, put it in the jars, so put the lid on. Was it raw meat? Raw meat. And then she had what they called a canner. It was a big, well, a tub sort of thing. In those days, you put it on the... Um, range stove. Um, that That's the wood stove? Yes. It would have to boil until the meat was all done. And if it wasn't properly sealed, it had to be a vacuum. If they got through the lid, of course, the meat would be spoiled. So that's why they had to put the meat raw into the jars, boil the jars, and cook the meat inside the jars. The meat was cooked on top of the stove. And what did they call it? A water bath. There was this canner. And the, it was surrounded by water. It, uh, yes. And sometimes, depending on how big the canner was, maybe she could get six jars in there, maybe eight. But it took a long time to do this. It had to be done very properly. The rubber ring on top of the jar had to be just so. The lid had to be turned on. I recall it wasn't completely turned on. But it had to develop a vacuum. So the meat, was there any, okay, you put the meat in raw. Was there any water put in as well? Or just meat? Well, I think maybe there was a bit of water but in But not it. that much. No, because the meat has its own liquid. And it would expand. Yeah. I remember that when it was cool, there was this little bit of lard at the top. It was a very interesting process. But anyway, this was put in the basement uh, for winter use. Isn't that interesting? Because there was no refrigeration at the time. Oh, no. So you had to can. Yes, because some, the meat wouldn't last from summer to the middle of Christmas time. No. 
Well, could you have, could you buy cans in the store at that time? You know, I don't know. I'm sure there were. But it must have been very expensive. You know, farm life was unique. The farmers had ways of doing things. I remember in the summertime, we would go to town, I think, especially on a Wednesday, I believe, and the fruit trucks would come from <laughs> the south with peaches, pears, apricots, and they would come by bushels. They would come on bushel containers. You mean and, those old uh, sort of wicker type yeah, of thing? Oh, yeah. that must have been really a, quite a day. Well, yes. And then we would take it home, and by this time my sister and I were able to help. So remember once we went to town on a Saturday, and we bought this bushel of peaches. Well, here we, we got home about six, and my father, of course, believed the Old Testament. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. So you didn't do anything with that. We had to have it all done by midnight. <laughs> you must have worked. Well, we did hurry, but he was proud because we made it before midnight. <laughs> the skin had to be taken off. So what we did, we put a pan of hot water on the stove, and she would put a, a maybe as much as the pan would hold of the fruit, and then that would loosen up the peeling. And then we would take off the peeling, take out the seed, and put it into the jars. Fruit was much easier to take care of than meat. I, I never was involved in the meat process. That really had to be carefully done. You know, we do canning. Well, I don't can. You know, I haven't canned for years. We used to do it when I was a child. But canning is very, very much popular. If you go to any store, they have the same mason jars that you had 70, 80 years ago. I do have mason jars that came before. I came from Grandma, and they were all glass, even the top. They were blue. Yes. And those you don't see anymore. There were different types of lids. Some of them had a flat lid, and you put it on top of the jar, and then you screwed on this outside to keep it tight. We should do this again sometime. You mean canning? Yeah. It's it, totally possible, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, I did get a whole bunch of canning. I had these great ideas to actually do the uh, preservation. We have lost some of the creativity of earlier days. Oh, no question. And not only that, during the canning process, there was a community spirit. You worked together. You shared the, the load of the work, but then you also, when you took it out in the middle of winter and you had fresh peaches, you shared in the abundance of what you did. My father was there with the four of us, and it was a real fun family time. I, I imagine. And it was food for the winter. Yes. Then we always had a cool place to put it. I remember the carrots we cleaned, and not with water. But we put them in containers with sand, and if it was done properly, those carrots would last all winter long. Oh, you didn't can them? 
not carrots. Well, you could can. No, but so that was another way of preserving food in sand. Yes. I did not know that. Oh, yes, it worked very well. And if you did it correctly, it lasted all winter. What about potatoes? You know, I don't remember doing potatoes. I think they brought them in from the south. They were easily brought in. Well, it would transport. Yeah. But see, carrots, we... You made yourself. Yeah, we planted them. How about tomatoes? Tomatoes, too. Yes. And that was from your garden? Oh, yes. Yes. So you had a, a great winter knowing that all of that was stored. It was done for various reasons. It was a way to save money uh, because we could do it ourselves, uh, cheaper than going and buying things at the store. And those jars were reusable. Oh, yes. And you kept them. So the whole idea of recycling hadn't even entered the picture, but you were doing it already. Well, I know you sometimes had to replace the lids. But not the main. Um, but not the jars. Would you come back and talk to us about gardening in the 1930s, especially when there was no rain? Yes. Next time? I will try. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Tea, Toast, and Trivia. We'd love to hear from you. Mom has always been a wealth of information for me. And even now, I am learning as we go along on these podcasts. So until next time, dear friends, safe travels until our next conversation. Mm-hmm.